Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams and today is going to be episode 35 of the NeuroEdge podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the six benefits of taking a nature bath. And you may have never heard the term nature bath, but basically it's just a fancy way to say a walk in nature, time in nature, time outside, time in the woods, time under the sun. So before I jump on into that, I just want to give a little reminder that if you sign up for my email newsletter, which I am now calling the Daily Edge. So basically, it's just a newsletter. And what I do is every day I send out tips and tricks about cognitive performance optimization, how to optimize your health for the sake of brain performance. Again, there's nothing that I sell on it. Anything like that is just think, think of it as a supplement that you take every day for your brain. So it's kind of like a supplement that you take for your brain. It's just a little tip, something that you may not have known that you can learn for that day and try to apply it into your life. So if you think that would be helpful, I've got the link in the description of the podcast and the YouTube video. So check that out. Let me know if you like it and what you think. And again, as always, let me know what I can do better. So today, episode 35, taking a bath in nature. What are the six benefits that we get from it? Before I jump into the benefits, I just want to explain a little bit more about nature and the importance of nature to kind of lay the framework for understanding what the benefits will be. So if you think about all of human history, so everything leading up to this moment in time, and obviously right now it's kind of a fragile time in the world, but think about everything leading up into this point in time. It's really only been the last couple hundred years or so that the population as a whole has been indoors for a majority of the day. Our ancestors, so the DNA that makes up our actual bodies, they all for thousands of years, were outside pretty much all day. So they were pretty much under the sun, in the woods, outside, working with their hands, or doing something relatively similar to that. So if you think about the core of our beings, we are, we have this in our DNA to be outside during the day. So it's actually more unnatural for us to be inside un, under artificial light, things like that, for the whole day. So I just want to give that as a piece of understanding. So if you think about it from that standpoint, when you're trying to optimize your performance to the max, it's going to be very important that you're doing as much as you can to be in nature. And I think a lot of times it's taken for granted going into nature because we always think, oh, I've got to be busy. I've got to be working on something. I've got to be productive or I've got to be doing something that is not considered leisure time. And that's actually, there's a major flaw in that thought argument. And I'd be willing to talk about that with people because there's kind of different, whether you're in the entrepreneurial community, business world, whatever, I know me because I'm someone that strives to have the highest performance in life possible. You always feel, and you may feel this too, this little push and drive to always be doing more. So work extra hours, do extra effort, put in extra time, everything you can to be trying to move up to the next level. and. The flaw in that argument is you actually, when you do that, the bandwidth at which you operate becomes less than it would if you had a brain that was functioning at 100% of operability. And how does this, I'm talking about nature, right? How does this go back to nature? Well, nature is going to be a key component of getting our brain into those states. We're operating from a creative level, level from a level of service and abundance rather than feeling like we have to always work an extra hour to get something done. But nature is going to be very important 
to help our brain function and fire neurons. And again, I'm not a scientist by any means, but going more off my research and my own personal experience of allowing our brain to rewire pathways to think about things differently. So I think more now than ever, especially because the economy is definitely in a shift. So we're in a shifting economy. It's going to be more important now than ever that you have the creative creativity to see things that you may not have seen before and the ability to look at things from different perspectives. I think that's one thing that's important regardless of whatever you're doing is to be able to see things from different perspectives in life and being in nature is going to allow our brain to do that. So think about it as a kind of a state change. I like this idea and I don't know that I've talked about it that much on the podcast yet, but this idea of a state change. So how are we changing the physiological state in our body or our environment to allow us to operate at the highest level? I don't know if you notice this, and this is one thing that I've really been conscious of is when you exercise, you actually become more clear-headed and able to think more clearly. When you change your state, so if you've been sitting down for two or three hours, you might get stuck on a certain problem or a certain idea or something they're trying to work on. But if you change your state, so if you change your movement, something like that, you're going to allow your brain to think about things from a new perspective. Well, being in nature is no different. And actually, it, in my experience, is one of the biggest tools to be able to find these new ideas and express them is being in nature because we're inducing a state change. One, in our body because we're moving around, but also the external environment. So I just finished reading a book and I think I've talked about this in the last podcast by a guy named Dr. David Perlmutter. And he explained the importance of a nature bath because it's allowing our brain, again, to see things from a different perspective. And we're getting more into a state where we're a little bit more relaxed. But also, when we're in nature, we're usually around a lot of big trees, things like that. And what's that, what that is inducing is a state of awe. A-W-E, awe. And I don't mean awe like awe. It's more of an awe like that's awesome or awestruck. And what that does is it changes our consciousness to be a little bit more minimized to think of ourselves from an egotistical standpoint. And it reminds us who we are and kind of our place in the cosmos. Now, why would, I, why would that be important if you're trying to improve mental performance? Well, if you see yourself more as a part of the cosmos rather than a person that is trying to push against it and fight your way through things, you're going to be much more in a flow state to create ideas. So with that being said, let I know that was a little long-winded, but let's jump on into some of the benefits that I have definitely experienced myself and that you may get from being in nature. So number one is reducing stress. I think now with everything going on in the state of the world, virus, all that stuff, it is crucially important that we're doing everything we can to minimize stress. Why is this important? Everybody talks about reducing stress. Now you want a little bit of stress in your life. We actually don't get better at things unless we're stressed, right? I know that myself being a former athlete and just in the world of business, you need to stress yourself in order to get better. You have to overcome obstacles. However, the problem is, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone that is familiar with that. The problem is I think a lot of times we push too hard and then we become stressed out. And what happens is we start to lose little little by little, piece by piece, parts of energy that we would have to work on whatever we're trying to pursue. Well, if we're operating from a very stressed standpoint, there's no if, ands, and buts, and you don't really need a bunch of science to tell you this. You're operating from a stressed perspective. The work that you do is not going to be as clear-headed, 
as level-headed, and as fruitful as you would probably like it to be. So one of the best things we can do to produce good work, and whether that's creative work, work in your job that you're doing that might not be as creative, but something that you're compiling. I think everything that we do is creative. Uh, we're creators by nature. But if you are operating from a place of stress, you're not going to be doing your best work. If anything you get from this episode, I hope you have that cemented in your head. Because I've been at both sides and know both sides of the spectrum of being really stressed out in the work I produce and then operating from a state where I'm less stressed. Now, nature is going to help reduce that stress. And I'm not so sure of the biomechanical mechanisms that are doing that, but I know from personal experience, when I'm in nature and I come out, I'm less stressed. And for me, all that's doing is taking a walk in nature. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later in the episode. But if we can reduce our stress, we're going to have more mental clarity. I think that's pretty simple. And one of the easiest ways to do this, again, is that induced state change. And when we're changing, changing our external environment from being inside or somewhere we're really stressed out, nature is going to help reduce the stress that we have. So I know that's probably more common sense, but I really want you to think about that and think about the favor that you're doing to your body when you're in nature. So you're not necessarily taking time away from doing something, you're actually contributing to whatever is the goal that you wanna work on. The next thing is improving our mood. Again, this is one of those things that's more common sense, but I can tell you from personal experience, when I have not been in nature and haven't been outside and haven't been around trees and things like that, that I tend to get a little bit more anxious and I start to think, am I good enough? Am I going to be good enough? Am I doing everything I can to contribute to the world and chase my goals and try to fulfill those goals? When you're in nature, again, it's this induced state change that's happening. You start to think about things in a different way. So it's kind of putting your brain in a different perspective on things, and this helps improve your mood. And again, why is this? Because we go back to our ancestors for thousands of years. We were in nature all day. We're not to be meant to be stressed out 24-7. Stress is good at some points, but it's not good to be stressed 24-7. And when we return more to our natural habitat, so to speak, it's going to be a booster to our mood. And this goes into a bunch of different things in our physiology and our brain and everything like that. Um, but basically, it's going to help your mood. So how many, think about this, just as a thought experiment. How many times have you been to a park and came away really upset? Most of the time, if you go for a walk in a park, you're gonna feel a little bit better afterwards. And if you haven't done that in a while, try it, let me know what you think. So. Next thing, number three, is free up creativity. And again, I talked about this a little bit more briefly earlier, but now more than ever, it's going to be important that your brain operate from a creative standpoint. So I know this because my brain is much more analytical, math-oriented, numbers-oriented type brain. I have never thought of myself as a creative person, nor Dude, I, growing up, I didn't think, oh man, I'm a creative person. I got to create things. I'm an artist, anything like that. I'm much more of the analytical numbers type brain. However, just because you think or you label yourself as having that type of brain, everything that we do is creative work. Any job that you go to, anything like that, you're going to be doing creative work because you're creating and contributing to society. And the key to having the ability to create at a higher level is 
setting the precursors to allow for creativity to happen. So creativity is not something that you can necessarily force. You can't just sit in a room and say, hey, I'm going to be creative. Now you can do that to an extent, but what you have to do is open up your mind and open up your heart to see things around you and then synthesize connections between those. That's what I think a lot of creativity is, is seeing things in your environment and then synthesizing those together and then outputting something that is new and has new insights and new ideas. Well, I can attest to this from personal experience, but being in nature definitely frees up this creativity. Again, I think this, this state change that allows us to be in a different environment and our brain can kind of process all the ideas. It's really important now, especially in the information age that we're doing this, because a lot of times we just get so much data into our brain, whether that's from the form of computers, being on the internet, emails, all that stuff. And so we're just, we're, our brain is cognitively processing massive amounts of data per day, probably much more than we're actually meant to if you look at how our ancestors lived their life. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, but we have to learn how to do that at a higher level. And we can't sell ourselves short and uh, you know burn up all of our energy trying to do that. Being in nature is going to allow us to kind of process all of that data that goes through our head and then use it to produce something creative. And I know this from personal experience, if I ever have ideas that I'm trying to come up with something new for or do something, see something in a new light, I go for a walk, two hour walk, or an hour walk, two hour walk in the woods. And then by the end of it, I, a lot of the times, I'm not necessarily saying I completely solved the problem, but I have new insights into how it helps me look at things. The next thing, this is gonna be number four, is it boosts your immune system. So obviously this is a major, major issue right now going around with the virus is how can we improve our immune systems? And I think what's important to understand about things like the virus that's going around right now is to some extent, a lot of people will probably get this. So that's just how the flu works. It's out there, it's in the environment. Yes, we wanna do what we can to try to mitigate that, but to some extent we can't avoid it altogether just because we're humans and we have to go places. So how do we combat that? How do we combat that fact as much as we can? We are gonna to try to quarantine and all that stuff, but how do we combat the fact that we still need a strong immune system? Well, there's obviously things that you can do, diet, lifestyle, exercise, all that stuff is going to boost your immune system. And I'll talk about that. I've talked about it in the past and I'll talk about it in the future. But if you look at nature, there is undeniable benefits of helping your immune system. And I think a lot of it goes to some relation of the first things we talked about. So you're reducing stress, you're improving your mood, you're improving creativity. So all of that is going to send signals to your immune system that you're safe. And when you're safe, your immune system is able to protect your body better. When you're not safe, so kind of like I've talked about before, when you feel like you're threatened, feel like you're running from something, your immune system is actually gonna be compromised. So if you want the easiest hack ever, no supplements, no extra work, no anything like that, go into nature, go get some sunlight, go be in the woods as much as you can and see the difference that you have for your immune system. And what I think it does is that maybe being in nature doesn't directly do something like vitamin C would to your immune system where it's boosting cells or anything like that. But it's going to, again, set the precursors and the foundation for everything around us to be a little bit better, thereby allowing our immune system to function at the highest level. So what's crucially important right now is that you not inundate yourself with negativity and think about negative things in the world and stay inside as much as possible. Well, I know the quarantine's going on, but stay indoors as much as you can safely be outdoors, be in the woods, try to experience that, experience sunlight and all the things around us that again are 
part of our ancestors that have helped us get here to this point to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Uh, next thing is reduces blood pressure. So obviously metabolic disease is one of the, I think it is the largest problem in our society. If you look at a lot of chronic illness, it's all gonna come from some sort of metabolic syndrome that people have. One of the big things of any type of metabolic syndrome is high blood pressure. And that can come from your diet, but it also a lot of blood pressure issues are gonna come from stress related things. So again, you see how these are all starting to interplay to each other. But again, it's going to reduce your blood pressure. And when you do that, your cardiovascular system is going to function better. It's gonna function at a much higher level. And it's going to, again, allow your body to be the healthiest version of yourself. So I know that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with is high blood pressure. So if you do that, again, just take an experiment and go into nature, see if you notice any difference from there. But again, most of these, that all of these actually that I'm talking about have been proven in scientific studies. And the last thing, this is going to be, again, crucially important, given the state of the world right now, is, is it reduces. It reduces our recovery time from illness and inflammation. So think about whether you're an athlete or you're just a person living your life. You're not athlete, something like that. One of the most important things is the ability to recover from stress. So not only reduce stress, but that stress that we do have in our lives, recover from it. And whether that's physical through the form of exercise, whether it's mental, emotional, psychological, our bodies have to be able to tolerate that stress and then recover it, recover from it, particularly from an inflammation standpoint. So we need to be able to prime our bodies to be able to recover from forms of stress. And being in nature is one of the most proven things. Again, you see how a lot of these are connected and the benefits that we get are connected because they all start to compound on each other. But one of the most important benefits that you're gonna get is the ability to recover from stressful events, which could be exercise, again, or something stressful that's going on in your life, or an illness. So being in nature, again, is going to help with all of those things. And again, it goes back to the science of, that's how our ancestors were here, and they were able to heal themselves from difficult times because they were in nature. So if you're looking at something where you're trying to recover, whether that's from muscle inflammation, or you're sick or something like that, being in nature is going to help. Now, the last thing, those are the six benefits. I kind of want to talk about why this is important for cognitive performance and why it's important for improving your mental performance. Um, as you can see, a lot of these, they all kind of go hand in hand. So one benefit, they all trickle into each other. And I know from my personal experience, this is something that I probably started doing pretty seriously around six months to a year ago, where I made sure that I at least for 30 minutes to an hour a week, got into nature and was around nature and took a walk and was moving through nature. And believe me, I'm not someone, I grew up, I like to play video games a lot. I like to work on computers. I'm not someone that you would say is a nature lover or anything like that. However, I recognize the value in what it can bring me and the benefits I get from that because it allows me to contribute to the world from a better place. So Again, if you're someone that's not used to being outside, and especially like I was for a larger part of my life, not someone that necessarily takes any joy from being in nature, um, really try to make it a point to at least 30 minutes to an hour once a week, get into nature and experience it and see what effects it has. And what you'll notice, kind of like I've talked in the past with habits, is it all starts to build onto each other. 
So when you're in nature, you start to feel a little better and you start to be a little more, a bit more creative and then you get better performance and work and you have a little bit clearer thinking and then you have more energy and then you sleep better because you're regulating your circadian rhythm by being out in nature rather than being indoors because you're getting exposure to sunlight. So it's one of those things that they, it all starts to compound on each other. But if you can at least do that 30 minutes to an hour each week, you're actually going to want to do it more. And you're going to want to do it more and then you're going to build the habit of doing it. And all of a sudden it becomes a habit and then maybe you get to 30 minutes or an hour a day. And I want, I talked about this a little bit before, but I want you to think of this as not taking away from something. So you're not necessarily taking away from the work that you're doing. You're actually contributing to it. So like, like I said, I'm a high charging person. I want to be always working and doing what I know I can to build my business or whatever that is. But that doesn't mean that you have to be focused on that 24 seven. And actually to focus on it at a higher level, you need to remove your brain from that in order to be able to think about it. A lot of people in the business world will talk about work on your business and not in your business. Well, being in nature is one of those things that allows you to work on your business, on your life, and not be in your life. So it's help rem it helps remove you from having blinders on and just being super total focus on whatever you're looking at. And it helps you, again, create that third-party observer effect where you remove yourself and you become more in tune with the present moment and things going on around you. And I know one thing that is really big right now is meditation. And obviously there's thousands, millions of benefits of meditation to our lives. I think being in nature is a form of meditation. So if you're alone in nature, again, not with your phone, not engaging and thinking about other things or worried about sending emails or anything out that, like that. But if you're truly in nature and you're walking around, that is a form of meditation because you're getting more in touch with your thoughts. You're able to process those thoughts, see those thoughts for what they are, and then become in control of them. So again, think about being in nature as part of what you do. So it's not detracting from what you do. It's actually helping contribute to what you do. And just as exercising, eating healthy, all of those are contributing factors to the success you're going to have in life and the success you have in cognitive performance. Being in nature is no different. So it's going to help contribute to building a better brain and not necessarily detract from it. And I think most people know that at a root level, but I think a lot of times that's lost and we forget about it. Um, I know from personal experience since I've been doing this, I've done more creative work since I've been in nature. I've got clearer in tune with the vision I have with my life since I've been spending more time in nature and I'm definitely healthier, have less inflammation, everything like that. And also, I know I talked about this in the last episode and I'll probably do a big episode on this at one point in the future, is this idea of grounding. So if you can be barefoot in nature as long as it's safe, obviously some places if there's trails, they might be pretty rocky and stuff like that. But if you can, obviously it's a benefit to be in nature. If you can't be in touch, direct contact with the earth, as much as possible because of the benefits we get from grounding. And again, I'll talk about that more in more episodes to come, but uh, if that's something you want to look into, look into the benefits of grounding. But I know for me, cognitive performance-wise, I'm more creative. I operate from a place of lower stress and more abundance, and I have clear ideas about my thoughts and the goals that I want to pursue for the future. So I think as someone looking to improve your cognitive performance, those are three things right there off the bat that you're gonna benefit immediately from. But again, it's something that you really should try to build a habit into and the health benefits are numerous and it's going to help your mind be able to sort through things at a better level. So let me know what you think. 
If you can, just go the next week and try this once per day. I try to at least once per day get 30 minutes to an hour in nature. Obviously, sometimes that's not possible due to the weather, whatever you may have going on. But again, try it at least once per week. Just try it once per week, see what happens, and let me know if that helps. Again, if you tuned into this whole episode and listened to me talk for this long, I just want to say my sincerest gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope this was helpful. I pray it was helpful to whatever you're going through and whatever current state of life you're in right now. So if there's any way it could have been better or you have any feedback whatsoever, please let me know. Please let me know if I can make this better because at the end of the day, it's about serving people and making sure anybody that is listening to me is benefiting from this and in some way, shape, or form improving their mental performance and improving their habits and life and everything like that. So again, thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Again, don't forget that daily, the daily edge. It's my new newsletter. I'm going to be sending out tips and hacks once per day, just to give you ideas about how you can improve cognitive performance. And again, it's about those baby steps. So it's about every single day making little micro habits. We are what we do. So we are not what we were in the past. We are not anything that we were in the past, we are what we do every single day. And it's your choice to wake up every single day and make the most of it, regardless of whatever the external circumstances are and regardless of whatever happened in our past. So that's what I try and strive. Not saying I'm always perfect, but that's what I try and strive to live my life like. And uh, hopefully you are doing the same. But again, let me know how I can help and I look forward to talking to you soon. Peace.